Once again, welcome to the Dolphin Seer, the final week of the regular season. And what a week it should be. There's some plenty of opportunities, a lot of scenarios. Our Dolphins, for those of us who are Dolphin fans listening to this podcast, our Dolphins has a chance to uh, have their own fate in their own hands by winning up in Buffalo. Now, I'm not sure if it's going to be uh, a game that Buffalo will rest their starters or play their starters or how serious they want the game because um, Pittsburgh, who also has the same record as them, has already said they're going to rest their starters and most likely will lose to Cleveland. And also with Buffalo, um, a win or loss won't change their status. So uh, if they're wise and smart, even though the coach is keeping it close to his vest right now, they most likely should and will rest their starters. So it's a great possibility that Miami should be able to win that game, but we're not going to give no guarantees on anything. And it'd be nice whether they'd rest their starters or not for the Miami to go up there and give Buffalo all they have and let the chips fly where they are. The reality is the Buffalo Bills, I kind of liken them to being uh, the Dolphins' older brother because they've been beating up on the Dolphins over the last couple of years. As a matter of fact, I think it's since December of 2018 is the last time Miami Dolphins beat Buffalo. And out of the last four games, the prior three before this year, they had been blowing the Dolphins out. And uh, last the last game they played, the score was 31-28, even though the, the uh, victory was probably not in doubt even in that game. But the Dolphins have improved up to this point. And I'm looking forward to the game, whether they rest their stars or not. I'm, I'm looking forward to the game. And I'm looking forward to uh, more advancement and development and growth for Tua Tagovailoa. But I'm going to have a lot of podcasts at the, uh, you know, as the season ends uh, and as we continue on to the playoffs. Uh, you know, my biggest thing is going to be on a draft. I'll be focusing on that a lot. So please come back to the podcast and enjoy uh, my uh my take on what I think the Dolphins will and should do when it comes to the draft, free agency, and a variety of other things. Uh, as the offseason has usually been the most fun part, even though this year, for the first time in quite a long time, 20-plus years, this regular season has been an enjoyable part uh, for me as a Dolphin fan. I think they brought more joy to one of the worst years in my lifetime that I've lived in. And if it wasn't for the Dolphins having such a wonderful season, uh, it just would have been that more of a depressing year in 2020. And today is January 1st, 2021. Happy New Year's to you all. And may you have a safe and wonderful 2021 season. And hopefully as the vaccines get out there and they start to hopefully combat this virus that's plague in this country and the world and have taken too many lives. May we all continue to be safe. And when you have an opportunity to get vaccinated, please, please do so. And for those who don't, just keep in mind, uh, that's the risk that you take. Um, and I'm just, uh, I'm just praying for the best for everybody. So why don't we get on to what many of you have come here for, uh, that computer picks, weekly picks, and power rankings, as well as a review of last week. And that's the good news. After such a terrible week, uh, 
a couple weeks ago, the computer rebounded very well with the picks from last week. Uh, it went 10.5 right and 4.5 wrong, uh, which essentially puts the Dolphins um, at, let's see, uh, it puts the computer at 134 right and 106 wrong for the season. So let's get into the power rankings for this week. What I did with the power rankings this week is I kind of basically, for the most part, emulated where the draft status is for each team, who's picking what and what, um, as far as you know the top, the teams picking in the lower end of the draft as of this day should be the top teams. For example, the Kansas City Chiefs, as we all know, should be team number one. Even though they've been squeaking by, they still have won the Super Bowl last year, and I think what they're fourteen and one this year, or something like that, uh, which is just amazing. Um, so the Dolphins, excuse me for my lost little track here, trying to look up some information. So yeah, let's see as far as the NFL standings. The Kansas City Chiefs are, yes, 14 and 1. So at 14 and 1, the Kansas City Chiefs definitely are the number one team in the power rankings. Number two are the Green Bay Packers. Number three, the Buffalo Bills have moved up to the third spot. And they truly are a good team. Uh, and what's exciting to me is that uh, the Dolphins have given the Bills a run for their money this year. Even though the Bills did clinch the division. Uh, a week or so ago, uh, they have been looking over their shoulders because this young Dolphins team is on the rise, and uh, they have not seen the last of us, no matter what the outcome is uh, for Sunday's game. And the number four spot on the power rankings, we have the New Orleans Saints. Number five, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Number six, the Seattle Seahawks. Number seven, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number eight, Tennessee Titans. Number nine, the Miami Dolphins. Number 10, the Baltimore Ravens. Number 11, the Cleveland Browns. Number 12, the Los Angeles Rams. Number 13, the Chicago Bears. Number 14, the Indianapolis Colts. Number 15, the Arizona Cardinals. At 16, the Las Vegas Raiders, 17, San Francisco 49ers, ranked 18th are the New England Patriots, 19, Minnesota Vikings, 20, the Los Angeles Chargers, 21, the Dallas Cowboys, 22, the Denver Broncos, 23, the Carolina Panthers, 24, the New York Giants, ranked 25th is the Detroit Lions, coming in at 26, the De Philadelphia Eagles, 27, the Cincinnati Bengals, 28, the Washington team, 29th, the Atlanta Falcons. Number 30 is the Houston Texans, and that's one thing that we Dolphin fans should be extremely happy about. Not only do the Dolphins have their pick, but they have the Houston Texans pick in the draft, and that makes them at the number three spot in the draft. So Miami will have the third pick in the draft in addition to having their own uh, which they'll probably end up somewhere in the mid-20s you know, or upper to mid-20s. At number 31, the New York Jets. And at 32, the Jacksonville Jaguars, as the Jets have ruined their opportunity to get uh, Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback, even though I think it might be the best thing for the Jets because I don't think Sam Darnold is a bad quarterback. 
And what they do need to do is just get him some more help, whether it's along the offensive line or some offensive weapons, and continue to improve the team. Uh, word is that Adam Gase has been told that he will not return. So uh, fortunately or unfortunately, in my case, as a Dolphin fan, I wish they would have kept him for another 10, 20 years uh, until, the, until the owner realized maybe that long that Adam Gase was not the right choice. But nonetheless, um, I want to thank Adam Gase for at least ruining the Jets' opportunity to not get Trevor Lawrence and have him out in our division. But now I'm not sure what coach they'll bring in. Rumors have it that maybe Bill Cowher will look up, look at coming back into the league, which would be interesting if he decided to do that. I think he's still young enough, and um, he's been out for a few years, but he's a smart, good coach. And, man, to have Bill Cowher in our division with Bill Belichick, uh, Brian Flores, and uh, the Buffalo Bills uh, coach, whose name slips me right now, but he's doing a great job with that team as well. That will make the AFC East a really much, much more competitive division to get the Jets uh, competing along with uh, the rest of the uh, division because I think New England will have a lot of money and a lot of uh, thought processes into maybe rebuilding that team. I still think the biggest mistake New England made over the years, even though they've won a lot of games, is to have Bill Belichick as – both head coach and GM. They need to bring in someone to take over the GM responsibility because generally most head coaches are not good GMs and vice versa. Obviously, GMs are not head coaches. and But one man in today's NFL can't really do a good job with both. And like I said, in, in times past, whether in my podcast or in my writings on, on site, the only person who I would – still to this day say probably could do both well would be a, a guy like Jimmy Johnson. So that's it for the uh, power rankings for week 17. So let's get on to the weekly picks. What the computer has to say about the picks. And uh, the computer did pretty good this year. I still might make a few tweaks to see if I can do a little better. Next year, I might decide to not only just go with the computer numbers, but use that as a base and then maybe put my own thoughts into the process and come up with a, uh, a number. And I might start competing against the computer next year and see who wins. And maybe I'll do it that way. Uh, give the computer its number, but then I'll, I'll, I'll provide my own picks as to from my gut of what I think will happen and go from there. So anyway, computer uh, picks for week 17, starting with the Miami Dolphins at Buffalo Bills. The computer picks Buffalo 27, Miami 24, uh, over under of 51. The Vegas over under is 47.5 combined of 49. Then we have the... Baltimore Ravens at Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, the computer says Baltimore should win 27 to 23. Over under 50. Vegas over under 44. Combined over under 47. Then we had the Pittsburgh Steelers playing the Cleveland Browns. The computer says the Steelers should win 26 25. Uh, over under 52. Vegas over under 42. Combined over under 47. Now this game might be different because word is that the Steelers are going to rest all their starters. And so winning that game is not more important to uh, head coach Mike Tomlin than just having his players rested for the playoffs. And for Cleveland, 
this is a very important game. If they could win, uh, I think they're in it. So if they win that game, they're in the playoffs. Just like the Dolphins, same situation. If they win it, they're in it. And I didn't mention much about the Dolphins, but I might as well talk about them a little bit too before we go into the next matchup. The Dolphins also have a chance to make it to the playoffs if they beat the Buffalo Bills. But as of this recording, the backup pinch hitter, you know, guy, Ryan Fitzpatrick, has been eliminated from the game because of COVID. So he will not play. And as we all know, our young rookie quarterback is struggling. And I think his struggles are really a good struggle. I think, you know, I'll be writing some articles about that on the website. So please make sure you stop by, especially this offseason. I'm going to be really active in writing a lot of articles, as I usually am throughout the offseason. Uh, but I think uh, I like the progress of what they're doing with Tua. Uh, but I think the the conservativeness that which they're going with him and and his tentativeness of throwing the ball downfield, I, I would like to see that change and them become more a little aggressive downfield passing. But in addition, you know, a lot of it do have to do with the fact that there's been some injuries. Uh, a lot of receivers, especially the top receiver, has not played in the last three or four weeks. And hopefully tomorrow he'll suit up. Uh, for the, I mean, Sunday, he'll suit it for the Dolphins. This is Friday that I'm making this recording. So anyway, uh, it should be an exciting game. I'm I'm hoping for the Dolphins to just outright win out and work their way into the playoffs and not need some help. But if they need help, uh, a loss by Cleveland would, would definitely be helpful, whether the Pittsburgh I mean, rest of their players or not. If they pull that game out, I think that guarantees Miami a win. A loss by Cleveland, a loss by the Ravens, and some other uh, player involved. If they lose, the Dolphins will get into playoffs. And as I read these scores of the predictions, it'll bring me in mind what team that is. Anyway, let's go on to uh, the Minnesota Vikings will be at Detroit Lions. The computer gives it a toss-up of 29-29. a tie over under 58 Vegas over under 53.5 combined over under of 56. Then we have the New York Jets at New England Patriots. The New England Patriots are projected to win 27 to 19 over under of 46 Vegas over under 39.5 combined over under 43. Now, as far as the Jets are concerned, not only did they blow it by, you know, winning, one game, but now they've actually won two in a row, which for them, uh, they got nothing else to lose now. They already lost out on Trevor Lawrence, which I think in the long run might be the best thing for him, as I told you. Uh, So don't be surprised if the Jets go out winning in fashion by beating the Patriots uh, Sunday, but I doubt it. Now we have the New York Giants at Dallas Cowboys. This is another division that has so many complicated, uh, quirky, weird scenarios. First of all, my opinion is that no one in that division should make the playoffs. They all are going to be under 500. Whoever wins that division is going to be an under 500 team. I think the, the league should look into that in the future and make a change that is so unfair for all these teams that have won you know, 9, 10, 11 games, and some of these teams won't make it to the playoffs because the whole NFC East division stunk so bad this year that I think a 6-10 and, a six and 10 team, 
uh, might make it to the playoffs, which is just or seven and and nine or something like that. It's just ridiculous that that's the case. Uh, and uh, so somewhere along the line, they might want to make some changes in the format after looking at this ridiculous um, scenario that we find ourselves in. But the computer says Dallas will win the game 27-24, over under 50, Vegas over under 44.5, combined over under 47. Then we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the Atlanta Falcons. It says Tampa Bay 30, Atlanta 23, combined over under, I mean, uh, over under 54, Vegas over under 50, combined over under 52. Tampa Bay Buccaneers have been playing some good ball lately. I don't think they're going to make it to the Super Bowl. I'm still not a big Tom Brady fan, even though I'm happy for him that he's he's in warm weather and uh, he and he's left New England. Uh, it's a good it's a good you know it's a win win as far as I'm concerned, and he's in the NFC uh, as well. So you know, good riddance to Brady. Uh, he went over to Tampa Bay and he got that team into the uh, playoffs. But I don't think that they're going to go to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl this year. They're not good enough, even though they are a good team. As a matter of fact, I think uh, eventually they're going to have problems trying to get get to the uh, Super Bowl through the NFC because of teams like the Saints and others who I think are a better team. And so far have proven that to be the case when they matched up against Tampa Bay. Then we have another very interesting game. The Chicago Bears will be at Green Bay. Chicago has an opportunity to get into the playoffs if they win this game. That's another one that was winning their end, if I'm not mistaken. And the Packers still need to win this game uh, and wouldn't probably love to just go ahead and, and uh, eliminate Chicago from the playoffs uh, as their division rival. For years, this has been one of the greatest rivalries in the league over the years. The computer says Green Bay 30, Chicago 24. Over under 54, Vegas over under 51, combined over under 52. Then we have the Las Vegas Raiders playing the Denver Broncos. The computer says it'll be at Denver. Denver 28, Las Vegas 27, over under 55, Vegas over under 51, combined over under 53. Then we have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Going to Indianapolis to play the Colts. The Colts, the computer says, will win 33-21, to 21, over under 54. Vegas over under 49.5, combined over under 52. Then we have the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Los Angeles Chargers. It says the Chiefs 32, Chargers 22, over under 54. Vegas over under 43.5, combined over under 49. Then we have the Los Angeles Rams hosting the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Arizona had a very disappointing end of the season. Uh, they lost quite a few games. I don't even think they have an opportunity to make the playoffs. Uh, and But they really had a good thing going. But there's, it's time to get the Kyler Murray some younger talent. You know, Larry Fitzgerald has aged enough where – uh, you know, great guy, but it might be time to build around um, Kyler some younger um, receivers to grow with. But anyway, the Rams are projected to win from the computer 26-23, over under 50, Vegas over under 40.5, combined over under 45. 
Then we have the San Francisco 49ers hosting the Seattle Seahawks. It says Seattle 27, San Francisco 26, over under 53, Vegas over under 46, combined over under 49. Then we have the Carolina Panthers hosting the New Orleans Saints. The computer has New Orleans 27, Carolina 25, over under 53, Vegas over under 47.5, combined over under 50. Then we have the Houston Texans hosting the Tennessee Titans. And just, I just want to, I can't say enough thanks to Houston for being so sorry that they uh, have gotten to the point where they get the number three pick because the Dolphins own their pick this year. And so the computer once again predicts another loss for Houston. It says the Tennessee Titans 29, Houston 28, over under 57, Vegas over under 56, combined over under 56.5, but it, it rounds it up to 57. Then we have. The Washington team playing the Philadelphia Eagles, which is the last game of the year. And what's so interesting about this is that this game has some meaning. Even though they both have terrible records, uh, I think uh, the Washington team right now, if they win that game, they win the division and they should go into the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, So that game will have some meaning uh, should Dallas win earlier in in the day against their opponent, the Giants. So what's so funny because that's all playing all the teams in their division playing against each other. And out of all those four teams, I think I think the maybe I don't think all of them have a chance to make it. One of them I don't think is is totally eliminated, but I'm not sure about that. But the reality is like I said before, none of them really should realistically make the playoffs because they all are under 500. So that end the weekly picks and the weekly power rankings. Oh, one more little point I want to make. In last week's computer picks, it actually picked the Pittsburgh Steelers game 100% accurate. It gave the exact score of what it would be, and it, the score ended up being exactly what the computer predicted. Uh, so if you want to go back and look at that last week's um, predictions, uh, once you can go on the website too, because I post all that information on the website. So it's been a fun year. I appreciate all of you who stopped by. I'm going to continue to work to improve the website and improve the podcast and do a lot more things. And eventually I'm going to have a YouTube channel potentially if i get opportunity to do that you know it's a hobby of mine i enjoy it and uh, you know all this because of love of my my love for the dolphins and my excitement now has heightened because of where the dolphins find themselves now this team is definitely one of the up-and-coming teams just don't forget the dolphins are the second youngest team in the league and they're only in year two of the rebuild, and they're knocking on the door of the playoffs right now. And probably could end up just one game behind first place in our division. It all depends on how the game ends Sunday. So other than that, uh, thank you. Have a wonderful 2020 New Year. But continue to be safe. Practice safety. Wear your face mask. All the things, keep your social distancing that you need to do. Get the vaccine when you get an opportunity to do do that. Uh, I don't know why there's so many people out there who have not 
come to the reality that this virus does exist. It's out there killing people. I know quite a few people that I've known who have died. Recently, a good friend of mine that I've known, I was informed, just passed away last week from the COVID. And I think it's over close to 400,000 deaths in this country because of COVID since it came. And now they have another strain of the virus that's even more contagious than the actual COVID that we've been uh, combating. So even though there's a vaccine out there, it's going to take some time for this to happen. Um, we got this chaos happening within the government and what's going on there. So we don't know what the future holds. But one thing for sure is that you want to be safe and careful as best you can and practice social distancing and wearing your mask. That's my talk and my my hope for all of you for the best. Uh, may you find yourself safe. And may all of you look into building a better relationship with God. Uh, and I really don't talk much about religion now. Uh, I try to keep my sight neutral, but I do believe in God. And I think that many of you would do well to find yourselves seeking out how to improve your relationship with him. Because ultimately, for mankind's problems to be truly solved, that's only something that God's going to be able to do. And uh, I wish the best for all of you in the year 2020. And other than that, I am out.